Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a glance at movies, television, comics, anime, and let you know if it's worth a second. And today we are talking about Spider-Man No Way Home, and I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, joined by... Welcome back, Brian. Welcome back. I think I just talked to you a month ago on Eternals, right? Eternals, yeah, not that long ago. Yeah, and somehow it was me. It was me and you against everyone else. It sure was. Yeah, surprisingly, very surprisingly. Because <laughs> I was like, "Yep, it's gonna be another bad one," and I walked out, and I'm like, I "Kind of liked it. Kind of yeah, liked it. Not gonna like, lie." Everyone hates it because they have story and don't fight enough where, anymore. Where are the jokes every thirty seconds? Well, today we are talking about Spider-Man No Way Home, directed by John Watts, starring Tom Holland, Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, and everyone else. Let's just say that. Let's just say that right now. If you are a Spider-Man fan from the from the early days till now, I mean, you kind of have to be to enjoy everything about this movie. Uh, to be fair, we're just going to uh, just be spoilery uh, with it. Otherwise, there's no point to uh, reviewing this one. This is definitely that kind of movie that it's... Uh, it's got it's too much it's too much of a giant Easter egg basket that you you it, it, it's it's spoiled if we start talking about what's inside. So let's just hop into it, Brian. What were your initial thoughts going into this movie and initial thoughts coming out? Um, well, going in, um, I was a fan of Homecoming the first time I saw it. The other. I think you got in my ear a little bit. The other times, I, I saw a little bit more of the issues with the movie. I still liked it, but it wasn't as high as I initially um, thought of it. And then Far From Home was just kind of just really disposable for me. Uh, it I, was fine. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even see Far From Home. so I, Yeah, I, I would be surprised if you told me anything else. You, you, you didn't... It just was very... I mean, they did some good stuff with uh, uh, Holland's character, uh, Peter Parker, and uh, MJ Zendaya's character. I like that. But other than that, you really don't need to watch that movie. Um, But going into this, I was very excited. Um, You know, you're hearing all of the rumors and things, which I kind of wish I didn't know going into this movie. Um, That would have been amazing. Honestly, you know, I mean, I would have been like Thor's hammer being picked up by Captain America. Amazing. But, you know, it's, it, right. I, I don't know how you contain that. But to be fair, I'm pretty sure they also use those leaked rumors. And I'm using leaked in quotation to, you know, I mean, they. I don't think those were leaked. I think that's like, how do we make one point one six one billion dollars in the first two weeks? Uh, yeah, let's 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 quote unquote make sure that some some things just actually get out there. You know, what? No, no, and we'll see what happens. And it, it I, I'm gonna say it paid off. So. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, people, you know, came out in droves and saw it. And, um, yeah. I mean, I, I wish I still I, I, I enjoyed a lot of it, um, but there was a little bit in the back of my head. So cool! If I didn't know about this at all. Oh, um, I, I, but, uh, oh yeah, I, I 100% agree. Yeah, but I, I actually came out uh, really enjoying this movie. I, I did, I did enjoy myself. 
I met uh, Marvel Shield through and through, like I always have. I, I I feel like I've been I've I, I've been out there on the you know on those streets for Marvels Marvel for longer than the MCU has been around. You know, even if the movies are bad, I I, I go see them. All the all the horrible Fantastic Fours and the Daredevils and the Electras and the, I just want I I want these guys to be good. You know, even though there was just a long period of time where you had you had some good X Men, you had some good Spider Man, a Blade here. You know. But until the you know, and you know, you know, a dark night here, but just didn't really have what we have is you know our, our golden age, right? Where you know, generally every year you're gonna have five to seven superhero movies come out, Marvel and DC, and generally about three to four will be good. And you know, we didn't have that plethora back in the day, so and you know, and you know, for superhero stuff, it was you know what you got is what you got. And now it's like, well, now there's so much that you you can kind of just be like, I'm gonna choose what I'm gonna watch. I don't have time for all this. And oh, yeah, um, you, got, you got a poo poo platter of options. Yeah, a poo poo platter indeed. And with Spider Man, he's my second favorite superhero of all time. And uh, we've already talked about Homecoming, in my opinion. So we're just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, let's just say I um I went into this just I just wanted it to be good. You know, like I, I honestly for me I just wanted it. Not great, not amazing. I just wanted it to be good. Everyone's saying it's the best one of all time. I mean, I don't know how any, I don't know how anything's gonna top Spider Man two or or Spider Verse for me. So I'm not even trying yeah. to compare it to that. Well, yeah, for me, for me, uh, I, I don't think I'm not sure there's anything that can uh, surpass uh, Spider Verse for mm-hmm. me. Spider Man two, I don't have as much love for that movie as a lot of people do. Um, so it does kind of uh, pass that one up uh, but yeah I think like Spider-Verse is one of those movies that you know made me love animation uh, which is quite a feat uh, yeah. as Jeremy knows oh yeah <laughs> this guy was a Scrooge around that stuff but he came out of that window one day saying Merry Christmas everyone Merry Christmas <laughs> I have and uh, yeah Spider-Verse you know I saw that twice in the uh, movie theater um, an animated movie twice in the movie theater, which I don't do a lot of repeat viewings, so um, that, that's saying a lot. Dear Lord in heaven, what <laughs> what what times we are in now? Ah, uh, so uh, I went into the movie, and I will say, um, in a general sense, I enjoyed. Most of the time, like for the movie, for but I'll, I'll say up to a certain point, the movie was like a seven out of ten for me. And then there is a certain point we'll talk about. Okay. And I think, and you probably know, and I'm gonna quote Bad Boys when shit gets real, is when this movie becomes oh, this is a good movie now for me. And it kind of kept that way all the way to the end, and it had an ending that made me go oh. You guys finally understand Spider-Man now. Thank you. I was well. I was wondering when we get to like you know what I wanted you know and what Spider-Man has always has always meant to me. And you guys finally got it. Some consequences, some loneliness, some you know sacrifice for the greater good type stuff. Thank you. Finally, you guys finally got there. And I was just like I was just happy. To, I was just happy it was good. I wasn't happy it was amazing. I was just happy it was good. So all in all, I thought I I uh, I really really liked this one. So let's just hop into it. Yes, yes. This is this 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 a little rope a dope, you know. 
All right. All right. So Excellent. let's let's start off with the positive, which um, I think there actually is a good amount. So Brian, start us off. Yeah, I mean, you already kind of mentioned it. Uh, out of the, uh, I know your biggest thing on Homecoming is there's not consequences. This isn't Spider-Man. This isn't. This doesn't feel like a Spider-Man story. And there's no responsibility. There's no what it means to be a hero. Um, and there's no consequences. In this movie, he has consequences. Oh, are there? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh yes, and I just I started smiling. I was like, "Oh, are they gonna are they going there?" This, I mean, I haven't. There's a moment where they there's there's not a single joke for five to ten minutes because it's just a matter of people getting their asses beat. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh, oh!" It's like I, I like I I don't want to I don't want to use my old joke from Eternals about a DC director stepping, but maybe Sam Raimi stepped back in for a second and I was like, what if we add some tra- like what if we add some tragedy into this story? You know, where to where to start? Where to start? I'm gonna start. There's a lot to start off with. Um, let's start off with let's start off with Tom Holland. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's um he is. I, th- I think he's an incredibly talented actor, and he is perfect for the role of Spider-Man. I don't necessarily think they've they've given him the best to work with, and and because uh, I've seen him in other movies, and I, I I didn't even think his acting was bad in the early ones when he annoyed me. I just I think I was just more like us. I was just that that trollish Spider-Man fan that's like, this isn't my Spider-Man, and so I kind of took it out on his acting, and it's not his acting. His acting is, it, the, the way they write him is just too annoying for me. As always, hey, remember this? Hey, hey, remember how old I am? Yeah, you remember this one old movie? I'm going to do this. And like, I, I get it. I get it. You're a kid, and everyone's like, yeah, Spider-Man belongs in high school. And I'm like, okay. I mean, he graduated in like 1976 from the comics, but sure, let's talk about, let's keep him in high school forever, which is fine. And... Then, you know, whether, you know, and I thought he was fine in the Avengers films and the, you know, in the background always is basically Iron Man Jr. or Tony Stark's Robin. And it's fine. And then in this one, there's a point where they finally give his character an, an, an ideology that actually drives the story forward. And, and I was like, oh. And that point is where. You know, you got all these villains, right? And they're all going to be sent back at a point where they're all pretty much fated to die. Minus Sandman. And he's like, but what if we could save them? And that for me was the first time I felt like that was a Spider-Man choice. And not just a do what all the adults tell you to do choice. Because you know what I mean? Like if you watch the watch the other ones, it's always do what all the other adults tell you to do for the most part. And then, yeah. and, you know, like, and then occasionally... And then occasionally be like, why aren't you listening to me? Because that was my thing with Vulture. We're like, yeah, Vulture's stealing shit. And you should stop that. But not at the expense of destroying a bunch of other stuff. I mean, this is a poor, this is a middle class dude stealing from a billionaire. And it's causing no kind of collateral damage. Yet somehow when you try to stop him, you start to cause more damage than he's ever caused stealing. It just didn't, like, it just didn't seem like his ideology just like he felt like he was fighting on behalf of the rich guy even though he's supposed to be fighting for the little guy right absolutely and i've and this was the first time i felt like he was fighting for the little guy you know being those villains whether they were tragic or whether they were just straight up like like straight up bad guys and and evil like the the whole thing is then there's that line from um 
er, later on in the movie, you know, when we talk about our other boys that join the crew, but uh, they talk about that's what we do, right? We help people, and uh, yeah, like that, like that whole thing of just trying to help the, what you know the average person would see as unhelpful, and it's not even necessarily bad to see some people as like maybe they're a lost cause, but the fact that Spider-Man didn't give up on them. Goodness, it just it, it it made it made my heart ting a little bit. I was like, oh, there's there's you know there's there's I, there's some hard decisions being made for what people believe is right, and it's coming from this kid finally having his own opinion on something, and he's willing to um, maybe damn the whole universe. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two things. Uh, first is. I think this is uh, Tom Holland's strongest performance to date um, in the uh, MCU. I feel like they gave him some real, like, emotion and pain to deal with, and he really brought it all to the surface in a real heartbreaking way, I think, uh, at times. So, uh, yeah, he definitely had a lot to work with. and then I like where you went with the with the villains because I feel like they really humanized the villains um, and you know gave him that uh, that point of view. Like you said, it's very Spider Man, very Spider Man uh, decision. I also kind of like how um, through the redemption on the vi- uh, that the villains get, it kind of is a statement on, like, against the death penalty. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it also ex- uh, kind of breaks Hollywood's, like, biggest trope of uh, forgiving or even encouraging heroes to kill people as long as they are, quote-unquote, bad guys. Yeah. Um, so I thought, I was like, wow, all right, Marvel, like... Alright guys, this is something This is interesting Rather than just having your normal Oh, these guys are bad guys And these guys are good guys And, you know, it's okay If the good guys kill the bad guys Because they're just bad I'm like, awesome There's no nuance in that <laughs> You know, and I'm, honestly Even as a like Marvel guy or superhero guy That starts to wear on you after a while And I was it's one of those things that I didn't know that was something I want wanted, really, mm-hmm. until I got it. And then I was like, oh, I really like this. Yeah. Uh, it really, they really actually had a thesis, an actual, like, like question to ask, you know, Peter Parker, and then, and then how would you deal with that? And I thought that was, um, it was good. And I also like that it kind of blew up in his face. You know? Yeah, I, yeah. I will. Say, I will say that when um, so we're gonna get, get into spoilers there. So there is a point where Peter has all the villains at Happy Hogan's apartment, and he's trying to basically cure all of them of their uh, of their ailments, so to speak. And his spider sense goes off. I guess when he uh, uh, realizing not, and I like that he didn't even know why it was going off at first. Like, yeah, that was cool. like he's just and walking around yeah like you see him like it's it, like something something's wrong but he doesn't know what and then it, you find out that the uh it's been the 
uh, that Norman sh- Norman is shipping over to the Goblin, <laughs> and uh, Goblin gives that great line where he talks about gods don't have to choose. And I thought that was I mean like, I mean to be fair that I, for me that's a boss ass villain line. Oh, it is. And then they all kind of break out and do their thing, you know, uh, you know, Electro is like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> And then Sandman's like, I'm out. And then, you know, like, Lizard does what he does. And I, and, and then it's just that entire scene, man, where Peter's fighting Goblin. And it's, it took me back to Sam, Ra- the Sam Raimi times. My, uh, my wife and I just watched, um, the first Sam Raimi film last night again. And, uh, we we're, we we're watching that, uh, in that final fight with Goblin when, and, uh, where it's just like, there's just no CG. You know what I mean? It's just two guys beating the shit out of each other. And it and just watching like you know Holland you know and you know jump on Defoe like a spider monkey and pummel him in the face while while just Defoe just laughs maniacally and then proceeds to power bomb him through multiple floors <laughs> and and it felt like I'm watching stuntmen do this and not like CGI bodies right so it felt more it felt realer right yeah I agree yeah absolutely and because I because I feel like we don't because you know because because earlier on we had a you know a visual. A, a, a visual smorgasbord of kaleidoscopic goodness with that Doctor Strange fight, but it's well, it's completely CGI, right? Yeah. And so there's something straight out of a Doctor Strange. Something straight out of a Doctor Strange movie, which we'll see later. <laughs> yeah. But and 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 that's all well and good, but it's so easy to get detached from action scenes that are just you know complete CGI fest, especially when there's between two heroes and we know that no one's gonna die from this scene. It's just a matter of just watching them kind of play tag. But that particular, you know, Norman Osborn uh, versus Peter scene is just, uh, for the first time for me anyway, it grounded it. it like, it, it, it was a grounded fight. And it was just, and, and you know, and then when it ends with, uh, and we're, we're going to get into the scene now, let's just say this. They Uncle ben to Aunt May. They did. And, uh, yeah, how did you feel about that? superhero movies and especially um in like uh the spider-man is yeah i mean the uncle ben's cool or the batman's parents cool but you only ever see them in one movie or part of one movie and then they die and then you know that's how the hero gets their um you know their origin story but this time we actually got to know aunt may a little bit we've had a couple movies with her and like it felt more of an impact than just oh yeah we just met this person for like 10 minutes in part of a movie and then they died in the second act um yeah and when i realized what they were doing i was like all right okay boys like i'm 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 Way to go. Yeah. Way to be. Yeah, just just <laughs> just don't bring her back to life and we'll and we'll have a good movie on our hands. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Because you know those movies where they do it. <laughs> yeah, you can't be it's like you can't yeah, you can't pull a guardians and kill Groot only to have baby Groot grow like literally be there at the end of the during the end credits. And be yeah. like, but, but wait, you just had that beautiful sacrifice. We are Groot. I was, I, I was cheering. We were kumbayaing, and we were crying. And then, what do you mean he's alive again in the same movie? <laughs> Goodness. Right. And, and, I, and speaking of her death scene, like, can we talk about like the physical performance that Marissa Tomei 
gave like when there there was a section where like the bomb went off and they both you know were scattered by the 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 pumpkin bomb and then we're in the aftermath we're not sure exactly what happened you can kind of tell that uh aunt may is not feeling so well but she's saying that she's fine but you can tell that there's just something not right because she has like a little bit shaking of her hands and just keeps you on edge because you're not exactly sure what's going on just that physical performance to tell you what is going on and you're seeing the back of her head but she's still acting yeah it was like i was like all right Marissa Tomei, wait a minute, yeah, that's just some fantastic acting. Well, it's, the, it's you know, it's one of the few times I feel in these Holland movies they've had her be like, a, you know, a parent and not just like a, a, a kind of the cool hot mom type character. Yeah. Because she's kind of, yeah, because yeah, she's been so more like I'm cool and, I'll, and, and I'm going to ground you, but not really because, you know, I'm cool the type character and it's always been so playful that you know they give her very few moments or, or like the, like they give her very few moments of levity like I, that whole thing of she chewed out peter and homecoming for like you know i need you to come home you know what i mean i'm scared i don't know where you are only to you know uh, only to find out when he's spider-man she just kind of just gives him a high five and says you know i you know she be, kind of becomes like a stage mom yeah. and it kind of just kind of undercut what i thought that scene was about and so, and and so, I, again, I feel like a bit more of that would have made this feel heavier now, if you know what I mean. If they would have did, if they would have did more legwork in the second film. But uh, but that being said, I thought uh, the, her death scene in this was uh, it was fantastic. And uh, you yeah. know, and as soon as she said uh, the tagline, yeah. um, uh, she didn't say exactly like this, but pretty much with great power comes great uh, responsibility. I was like, all right, well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I know what that means. Like no one who ever says that lives. Nope. Not at all. Nope. And I was like, no. Are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? They did it. No, they did it. Oh, they did it for sure. Now, uh... What were your thoughts on the other characters? We're talking, and 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 we'll go into the villains after this. But what are your thoughts on the uh, our protagonists? And we'll get into the other special two uh, in a second. Okay, so we're talking like we're talking we're, ta- we're talking Zendaya. We're talking uh, you know Doctor Strange. We're talking you know Happy Hogan. Yeah, talking um, Ned. Ned, yeah, I thought they were all good. Um, I I think Zendaya has really found her own in this uh, role and um, you can kind of tell she's not exactly sure what kind of character she wants to be. Um, she was just kind of the smart ass who said some funny lines here and there and she moved for school and I, I really love how she, her character has grown through the uh, three movies now and um it feels really natural, and I think she's really come um, come around in her performance as much as the character has uh, progressed um, as well. And I, I really enjoyed what she did with this. And I mean, those two have like dynamite chemistry, and she's got really good comedic 
timing and uh, I mean when it was time to be serious in those uh, acts or in those, in those scenes after Inmate's uh, death uh, she, I thought she really brought it oh yeah I thought she was. Uh, I thought she was fun. I, I definitely, you know, she was that. The sad thing, unfortunately, with Marvel is the, when, you know, when everyone's funny, no one is. Everyone has to be the smart aleck. Everyone has to have a one-liner, because this is because because yeah, this is the world of sarcasm and jokes. But I thought that you know they like you know the, uh, they gave it some weight. Uh, I thought I thought Ned was a bit annoying, but that's just me. He was, you know, he, yeah. was, he like they just were playing on, like he, he kind of felt like he, they just kind of put Peter's giddy or, or like giddy fanboyness of like Endgame and Civil War, and they just put it into Ned for this movie, where like I can, I can every other scene is like him going, "Whoa, look at that! Whoa, look at that!" And it's like I, I, I get that you're a child and we're trying to have the childlike wonderment, but it, it, it in, in, in nice controlled doses, please, please. It's getting a little irritating now, but yeah, man. Other than that, I thought the characters were fun. I thought I thought Doctor Strange was good. Cumberbatch is always good, no matter what. Uh, he's. I feel like with every movie, his his uh his strength is getting better and better. He's yeah, good. I also I also like how they they kind of just made him like a shitty sorcerer in a way. In this. Yeah. Like he's just like bad at his job because like. <laughs> Come on, man. You know why the kid didn't mention uh, changing the uh, spell around before he started? Yeah. But if you know how, how uh, you know, fragile the spell is and how much you can't change it, don't you want to double check with him to make sure? Yeah, maybe just, like, you know, let's draw out a contract first, break all the details, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey. Let's talk about everything we're going to do here. Before we actually start the spell, no, he's just gonna start the spell and be like, "Oh, why didn't you tell me?" It's like, dude, I'm pretty sure that's on you. <laughs> You're bad at your job in this instance. <laughs> All right, do better. <laughs> but I kind of loved how they like played into that a little bit. Yep, I'll uh. It's very much a weird thing where you're like, how do you make bad things happen without characters being incompetent? And so that was kind of like a weird, like, eh, eh. But, you know, uh, I will, I give it a pass. I just, yeah. I, I, but uh, as, but with this next Doctor Strange film and the further ones on, he's got to stop being so dumb. Uh, Absolutely. All right, let's hop over to Dim Villains, Brian. Dim Villains, uh. I'm gonna start off by uh, by just grabbing the easy one. Uh, Mr. Defoe came to play. Man, I mean, first of all, they did the best thing that they could have, and the first thing they did is break that damn uh, face mask. Oh yeah, <laughs> I loved it. As soon as they did it, uh, I was like, yes. And, like, let that man act, okay? This is, like, one of your best actors that we have. I mean, the guy is just a phenomenal actor and has been for, I don't know, 40 years. And, like, let him act with his face. Like, what are you doing with this goofy Halloween mask? So I was happy about that, like, right off the bat. Hell yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's, he's scarier without the mask, to be honest. Right? You don't. But like it's Willem Dafoe. <laughs> like, come on. And I mean, 
the way they did it with him, uh, almost like a multiple personality kind of thing. And, you know, he's starting off with, um, you know, the good side and the confused person who just wants help. I love that. And, like, I almost didn't, I really didn't expect it for them to, like, start off like that. And then, like, and that just gave such weight to it when he made this switch because we all knew he was making the switch. Like, obviously, yeah. you don't, you know, you don't set up a punchline to not follow through. And uh, when he did with that scene you were talking about, it, I mean, come on, man. It, it's just Willem Dafoe. He, you can't say anything else. He's just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. He's, he's fantastic. Uh, Alfred Molina also came... You know, came with it as always. He is great. I feel like with Jamie Foxx, he was just playing Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I, I think he had some good moments. Um, you know, the way they set that character up in the in the you know Amazing Spider-Man Two movie is kind of a dweeb, and I felt like they kind of, and it didn't really make sense. And I felt like they had to kind of do some heavy retconning to like fix that. So your result is is a yeah. You know, as a buff, you know, as you know, as you know, as a buff, cool ass Jamie Fox dropping one liners. But I mean, he was good. He had some cool moments. Oh yeah, Um, he had that one gold line where he was. um, When he was like, yeah, he's like, no, I was like, no, I was killing Spider Man. I was doing this. I was, I was. Holy shit! I was about to die when he like realized yeah. that. He, yeah, he was like, "Oh shit, never mind." But I, I like the shout out of a black Spider-Man at the end. Oh, uh, that was ho- that that was so funny. But was but, but, but it's but, 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 but to me that was even funny because of a certain character's response to it. So, but we'll oh, get to yeah. that. I was just about to say. He's that. like, "I'm yeah. so, like I'm so sorry." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. But like, but yeah, he had some good moments. Um, you know, I think this was really Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe's, like, in terms of the villains, it was really, like, their movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they both, I mean, Alfred Molina, once again, he's been doing it for, like, 40 years. Yeah, and I didn't and I didn't even realize they used, um, I'm assuming they used it on Willem, too, but, uh, you know, they but they use the, the age make, or the age CG on uh, Alfred to make him look younger. I didn't even notice it. No, because he just looks good. Like, and, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, if you see him, uh, you know, in his, I think his first movie was Raiders of the Lost Ark, or it had to be, like, one of his first. I'm pretty sure it was his first. And, like, yeah, he looks older now, but, like, not that much so like yeah you didn't really tell that much yeah that they used it on him they didn't have to do like a full like you know RDJ like uh, CGI affair or anything they just like alright give him some makeup yeah he looked good I mean I don't know I'm assuming they did it on Willem Dafoe too because he looks just like the guy I just watched last night like uh, and and again, like like Willem look for me looks perpetually forty seven, so. Right. <laughs> so true. Like he just like he just never looked young, even in like Platoon or you go back further. He just looks like an like he's never been under thirty. Yeah. But yeah, I thought they were great. They definitely spent time in the villains. They knew we wanted to see more. 
you know, like obviously, like obviously, the Lizard and Sandman were definitely were definitely more on the bench. And you know that's fine, and you know, and, and that's fine because to be honest, I think the Lizard's not a really good villain. Um, in in that or in his respective movie, and uh, and you know, and, and Sandman already like got his like you know, if he's watched Spider Man three, he already has a full arc, so he's fine. <laughs> He doesn't right. need and, and, and we'll talk about one aspect of Sandman um, later. Oh, yeah. And, and the other. Yeah, there's definitely. Yeah, he's definitely like, why? But, you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. But, yeah, it, like you said, it was definitely. They definitely knew who we were here to see. And they gave us, you know, uh, Jamie Foxx had his moments here and there, peppered throughout. Um, then Sandman, yeah, a little bit here and there, and Lizard just kind of was there. Yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, whenever you have that many villains, that's gonna happen, and I think they did they, the best they, that they could with the time that they had, and honestly, I didn't feel cheated, so it was a high degree of difficulty bringing in all those villains. And really, I think they did a pretty good job of like giving them all at least something to do um, at, at times. And like I said, that can go really bad really quickly. Um, you know, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh yeah, or or Spider-Man Three. You know, just or Spider-Man Three. Like, just it, just it too many co- past, so. just too many things. I mean, but yet, and then you'll have like something like this where it can juggle it fine or something like scott pilgrim you know what i mean that'll have seven you know yeah. evil exes and do it seamlessly so it can be done it's just uh it it, it's just uh it's just hard <laughs> and it requires a steady hand but you know what before we uh let's let's end uh let's uh let's end this part with uh the thing everybody else wants to do you know let's let's talk about it brian toby toby and andrew yeah, they're they're in this know. movie. I mean, Andrew Garfield yeah. swore up and down for the last year and a half that he was not in this movie, and you know what? Yeah, good on him. Like, uh, he yeah. did uh, he... everyone a service because he's a really good actor, mm-hmm. and he sold it. Honestly, give him an Oscar just for that. And for that thing he did. And for that thing he did, yeah. So, no, uh, yeah, it was great to see those guys. I, lo- I loved how they brought him in. I thought that was a fun little um, way to do it, you know, with the uh, Doctor Strange uh, portals. And, you know, you think it's Tom Holland, and hey, he's a little taller than Tom Holland. A little Holland. taller, I recognize. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, shit. And then, uh, yeah. Now, uh, did you see this in theaters? I sure did. Did uh, what was your audience reaction? They were awful. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> this was, like I had to really think about this movie um, because I, I enjoyed this movie, but like part of this movie was kind of ruined for me just because the audience was terrible. Um, like they didn't respond it anything. Oh, really? Like, I was the only one saying, oh, ah, what? Not a peep. Nothing. 
Yeah, I was really, I was really mad. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> that for some reason a quiet well-behaved audience was awful that's i don't, yeah, I don't know I, that's that's kind of hilarious to me because no, like in those moments like obviously like don't talk during the movie and stuff but like in those moments that are like kind of surprising or you're like big like big geeky moments cheer clap to, scream yeah, be like oh Yeah. So, 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 so for my audience, when Andrew came out, everybody was like, "Yeah!" And people were clapping, right? And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then, of course, that you know, that other portal happened, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna be a fanboy for a second. I'm gonna be a fanboy for a second. And as soon as, uh, as soon as um, Mr. McGuire walked through that portal, I went, "Woo!" Ah, <sighs> all right, all right, I'm done, guys. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Well, like a youth pastor, I love it, and he still looks good, man. He, looks good. he still yeah. looks, he still looks good. That vegetarian diet is is doing him well, but um, yeah. he, he still looks forty like he did when he was making. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, but just like just those two together, man. I like I just want a movie with that, right? Yeah. Right, and like you know, Andrew Garfield, he's a great actor. Actually, he's like one of my favorite actors. Um, he's just he's been in a lot of he's been in some crap but like he's usually pretty good in them um, he was good he, he he I think he did a good job in the Macy Spider-Man movies oh he's good but, in those it's just it's just it's just what's on the paper and, and ultimately like those movies were made so that they could keep the uh, license and really like he just there wasn't much around him. Yeah. And he did the best he can. Also, he's gotten better. Oh, yeah. He is acting his ass off of this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's so good. He, I mean, they both have moments, but, like, he is acting his ass off he, in this movie. I honestly think he probably is the secret weapon in this movie. Right? I mean, just... Yeah, He's up so, on, yeah. the, on the top of the school, and, like, when they're all having their Into the Spider-Verse uh, moment, um, talking about all that lost, and, like, with the tears in his eyes, talking about Gwen, and, uh, man, like, <laughs> it was just, like, damn, and how he, like, stopped pulling his punches, and, like, he kind of had that rage, and it's like, man, hey, can I see that? Can we, like, can we go back? I'm not going to lie. We're all just like, I'm going to see that movie. Right? Let's see that movie. Like, come on, Marvel. They're all in the, in the world. 
let's do it. Like, because I was like, I really want to see that and how lost he was. I mean, he was just great. Toby had his moments, too. Oh, oh like, Toby is great, too. Like, Toby is, like, very much, like, the opposite of of uh of Peter B. Parker from uh yeah. from Spider Verse where instead of like being a loser, he's like, I got my shit together. I'm fine. Life is I'm you know, I'm making it work. You know what I mean? He's chill. He's like he, he's like I still kick ass, but I got you know, but I'm older and I'm not you know, I don't panic so much. I'm not stressed so much. I'm I, you know, I'm wiser. I got you know, I got some gray hairs. I've swung around the block a few times. Right? And like when he talks to Alfred Molina, uh Doc Ock at near the end yeah. Uh, and he said, you know, I'm trying to do better. And it's like, that's a guy, yeah, like you said, that's a guy who's been around the block and, like, he understands. Like, he's not going to be perfect, but he's got to do better. And it's just like, and, like, they both got moments in this movie that, like, essentially, like, wrapped up three trilogies in one because, like, both of their movies. Like, there's supposed to be a, a Spider-Man 4 for uh, Tobey Maguire. There was supposed to be an Amazing Spider-Man 3. Neither got the send-off that they wanted. And, like, they were able to give them both moments. That, oh. like, character moments that made you happy to see them again, but also felt like maybe not fully wrapped up their story, but, like, you put it in a better place than what it was left from from their own uh movies oh yeah i'm oh gosh dude that uh let's just you know let's just talk about those let's just talk about those couple those couple moments with toby and andy so let's talk about um let's talk about andy getting to make the catch oh yes right like as soon as soon as she started falling i saw it in the in the trailer too it's like you better catch her. You better catch her. You better catch her. You know, I heard some people say, no, it's it's not. It wouldn't be his movie. He's not making the catch. I'm almost making the catch. I'm like, no. No. That was and and here's the thing. I didn't even think about that at the time because I'm I'm very much like if I think about it, I'll figure it out, and I would like to just see it presented in front of me and feel it raw. And and here's, and here's the thing. That's, that's like you know, like like that's the problem with our with our mind. That once we get a little nugget of information, we can like piece together everything else in it and be like, that's the best option. They're gonna go with that option. And I'm was right. Damn my brilliance. And you know what? I still loved it because like that moment, like where he's got the tears in his eyes and he's like, I did it. You know, yeah. In his head. Um, and then Zendaya goes. He goes. Are you okay? And she goes. Are you okay? Like it, used to... like, it, it was just so good because you could tell how much that meant to him. Like I said, he was acting his ass off. Oh yeah, and I and I recall the audience actually when he's like tearing up. I remember I, I recall the audience going, "Aww!" In unison, they all like for some reason like I feel like they all knew what this moment meant to him. And it was just it was beautiful. And I yeah, and yeah that that moment was great. And then there was the moment with Toby where he. uh Helps, uh, helps, uh, helps the young webhead uh, not go to the dark side. Yeah. And it was good. And he doesn't have to. He doesn't really have to say anything. He just has to stop him. Just look him in the eye and be like, "Come on, man. That's not who we are." And and it was like, ah. And I'm, I'm like, as and I'm guys, and I'm like, moments like these make the fan service of both Toby and Andrew being in this film 
feel like they have weight and they're not just there they're not just cameos they're not just they're not just for nostalgia's sake but they're nostalgia with purpose Oh yeah. Like there's meaning to it. Mm-hmm. Cuz there, there is there's good fan service and there's bad fan service. <laughs> oh, it is that. Oh, it is that. <laughs> most of it is that bad uh, uh kind, but like there is such thing as good fan service if it makes sense in the story and there's some real like meaning and impact in the in the story at hand and not just just for nostalgic sake. And this I felt like had like some real emotional impact um, on the story and on Peter. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Let's, uh, let's get on to the other thing. I want to talk about something else uh, real quick since we're on the still on the good side. I want to okay. talk, talk about just the way it ends, man. Yeah. So uh, Peter makes the, uh, makes the choice to make everyone forget him so that he can save the fabric of time and space as it's cracking open before their very eyes. And the entire world forgets about him. And he... Everybody. 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 And then he goes to... And it's basically like a hard reset, right? For Spider-Man, anyway. To where, like, he's just now just... The guy, this guy, and this guy in a costume that saves the day. No one knows who he is. And he doesn't have, you know... He has, like, no support system now. Of any kind, so and and he, I, I and he's lonely. He goes into that lonely apartment that reminds me of uh, Toby's apartment. Oh yeah, very sad. And <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I, I smiled. I'm like, this is where Peter Parker needs to start. He needs to, he needs to be humble. You know what I mean? He needs to just be, you know, just he, he, he needs to not have a trillion dollar suit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I was just about to say, it's old, bright blue and red, like oh. his own. He sewed it himself from Up May Sewing Machine. That was a good callback. That was a great callback. And, um, yeah, guess what, Jeremy? He's Spider-Man. Yeah. He's finally Spider-Man. It it, it ended, and I was like, oh, this is, uh, that's that's Spider-Man, Brian. Like, it took three movies to get there, but he's Spider-Man. Yeah, do you you finally feel like he was, like, like we finally, like, it cut to the end, and we're like, he's been Spider-Man for, like, five minutes now. It took him a while, but he finally got there. This was like, like, like this was him. Like this was a three movie journey of getting him to become Spider Man. And uh, I, I think they succeeded well, man. I am cautiously optimistic for where things are gonna go uh, with this new tone that uh, feels more, uh, more akin to the character I love. So, uh, are there any other positives you want to talk about, sir? Yeah, I have a, a small one that I just kind of uh, appreciated. It was it was kind of great to see Peter, um, all three P, uh, Peter Parkers, uh, use their intelligence yeah. to like science the shit out of a few problems and like come up with solutions and like put on their goggles and like dude, like because he's smart like he's smart. Oh it, yeah. Kind of like the whole like Batman being a detective thing. We haven't really seen that in movies like. It's been a while since I've seen, like... Do some nerdy shit. Goodness. Yeah, did some nerdy stuff. You used geometry to beat uh, uh, Dr. Strange using the chemistry set. And I just thought it was fun because, once again, it felt like 
Peter Parker. It felt like that character because he is smart. He's a really smart guy. That's one of his, his things. That's what he is. Man. He, he's he's that down. He's that down on his luck, but smart kid. He's 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 the only. He's one of the only geniuses in the in the Marvel universe that isn't rich. You know, right. and, and that's and supposed they, to be the thing. Yeah, and they just didn't. You didn't have that in the other movies, and you know, it goes back to not feeling like Spider Man. He was like, he wasn't really poor. He wasn't using his intellect, like you know. And well, it's it, well, it's hard to use your intellect when you're next to Tony Stark. You know. But, yeah, but I would have, but but I would have liked. I honestly, I would have liked to see him use his intellect, you know, against Tony Stark. You know what I mean? To kind of, you know, bat heads a little bit and be like, well, "What about this?" And Tony's like, "I guess, huh? I didn't think about it like that. That's actually a good idea." You know what I mean? Like, I want him to actually use, like, in the same way that you know that Tony bounces off of a uh, Bruce Banner, right? It's like I want to see the minds bounce off of each other, so. But yeah, it was good. It was good. To, it, was, it was good to see them use their uh, use their intellect. They're, they're geniuses, and we're so used to we're so used to seeing them punch things that they can also think things away too. <laughs> yeah, and I just it was just one of those small things that you know most people probably wouldn't even thought about. And that's just like oh, that's nice. I like that. Like <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's a nice touch, and you know it just adds more to his character and gives us stuff that we didn't have before. So yeah. Well, I think that's all I got to say on this on the good side. Besides, I thought the action was all was 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 all pretty good for the most part. Um, I love the uh, I I like the quick, fun but brief cameo by one Mister Matt Murdock, played by Charlie yes, Cox. We didn't mention that, but yes, uh, that was like the first time I was like, "Whoa, hey!" <laughs> yeah, and uh, the, uh, some guy next to me. Oh, oh, some guy next to me when, when Matt sat down and like right into frame some guy next to me was like <gasps> yeah that was me and it was like 10 minutes into the movie too it was, just, oh, it was it quick wasn't like we were deep. it was like 5 or 10 minutes in it was Matt Murdock, and uh, you know, of course, they had to do that line, you know, with uh, him catching the brick. Like, oh, yeah. I'm a really good, I'm a really, lawyer. really good lawyer. And you know what? That's all you need to start off with. Like, you'll probably see him in like uh, uh, She Hulk or something like that. That's totally like I thought that was a perfect way to intro- uh, introduce him into um, the MCU proper. I totally agree. That's how cameos in building a universe should be yeah. done. Yeah, and he, like, in the comics, he is, like, the, or he is the Marvel Universe's, like, lawyer. So, yep. like, it makes sense. Yeah, him and She-Hulk are the lawyers of the lawyer. MCU, so. Yeah, so, like, yeah, throw him in some of these other series and things and him be the lawyer. And then, yeah, yep. then we'll get some, some actual, you know, Daredevil going on. Yeah, get, you know, some, get some of that street stuff back. Like, we, like, like, Marvel's like, hey, Marvel, we, we like that Daredevil show. You can keep that one going. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we like that Marvel. We like we like we like you know we like we like uh, the Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and well, fuck Iron Fist, yeah, but <laughs> but that street stuff, you know, like there's some like there's some good stuff there. And don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, should we uh, head on the other side? Let's head to the dark side, Mister Powers. Let's do it. All right. Uh, first thing I want to talk about. With the dark side of this, how would I put it? I don't like that the reveal of his identity to the world didn't really have that big of consequences. Right. Like, yeah. like he people kind of realize it 
and he kind of and then Matt Murdock kind of solves the problem super quickly. Like he's like, I got I got got the charges dropped. So you're like, oh okay. I mean, um, he doesn't, and because he hasn't been around so long, like um, like in the MCU, like fighting his own, he doesn't really have his own rogues gallery of bad guys in the MCU. So he, so he doesn't really have anyone coming after him yet. You know what I mean? And that's like a huge thing in the comics, actually, because because they're kind of going off of a, a uh, in, in in the comics in Civil War is when he revealed himself to be Spider Man, right? And he had to like have his entire family go into like protection under Tony Stark because like he has hell of villains. Oh yeah. And so it so like that 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 reveal made it was dangerous. But I feel like that reveal was just kind of like mildly like you know an inconvenient thing. Yeah, it, it was definitely like a plot, like a plot device. It's all it really turned out to be, rather than an actual story beat and like something that had consequence and that was actually a threat or really delved into whatsoever. It was just more of a plot device and something that got us from A to B. And um, I, I, I would have liked a little more time. I, yeah, I, I would have liked it to just have like some. I would have liked to just see like more things go wrong for him. Besides, I can't get into MIT, you know. Yeah. Something I don't know, but uh, yeah, that was one of my problems. What, what, what about you? side only to like when he turned on them he just said I don't you guys are lying I don't trust you whatever that's literally his only line of like why I'm against you but I'm like oh okay but you know why they're there you kind of know everything you kind of know everything is going to be fine if you just go back to the universe so yeah there's just they 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 dropped the ball completely there like why just yeah I think like they just needed you know overwhelming odds for the spiders to fight at the end, and they didn't give him a good enough reason. No, not at all. And I, 
like just pointing because I, I like Sandman and oh, I yeah. like Thomas Hayden Church and um, even though it's mostly just his voice and it looked like uh, just uh, some little snippets from the original uh, movie oh yeah Spider-Man 3 um, yeah it was definitely but, how would I put it like it was like he felt like he reminded me of Colossus and Deadpool yeah. Where like I'm, because I'm a big X Men guy, and I'm like, you know, he can become human, right? He doesn't need to be metal all the time. Right. And and you know, with with Sam, and I'm like, he can look like a human being, even though he's sand. We know that, but okay. And at first, I was like, yeah. My wife leaned over to me and was like, is he stuck like that? He can become human, right? And I'm like, yeah, maybe he was busy. I don't know. And then she was like, with what? What is he maybe so big? I don't know, but I haven't seen I haven't seen him like since Easy A. Wow. I mean, what was those? That's a, that was like 2012. I can't think of. I honestly can't think of the last thing I saw him in other than Easy A. Here, I'm looking yeah. at this thing. I'm like Easy uh, for, for me. It's Easy A and Sideways is what I know him from. Yeah, Sideways. Um, he was in Daddy's Home. Oh. oh, he was in the Peter Better Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very briefly. But, yeah, he hasn't done much. Um, I guess he was in the 2019 Hellboy movie. But, um, yeah, maybe, maybe they didn't want to DH him. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't know why they didn't do that. Like, why they didn't just have him. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like... His price can't be that much. <laughs> no. No, it can't be. But, uh, but at least, like, they, they definitely got him for the voice. So at least oh, yeah. It's, def- it's definitely him, but just in, just in terms of writing, like, like, he, like, you can definitely, with him, with the lizard, with Electro, you can definitely feel the villains that got, like, you know, first draft attention and then the ones that got, like, three drafts attention, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was, it was was definitely weak for his character, for sure, just in, in, in all facets. Uh, what else would I say? I feel like this movie um, was just a little too, too... It was... For me, it was way too jokey for the first, like, half, first hour or so. Yeah. Just constant, constant. Like, even when it's just, like... Some like they needed to comment on everything and make everything like some kind of some kind of joke, even when it didn't need to be. Uh, and I was like, guys, stop, please! It doesn't like not everything needs to be a joke, not everything. And it's weird because the second half, once shit gets serious and real, all the comedy with the with the two other Peters is great. Is like legitimately good. So I'm kind of like. Like you ever watch a comedy where like half of it's just mad, but then the other half like there's a like a, there, there's a stark change where like it's just legitimately funny for like the rest of the movie when like when it's trying to be and you're like, is this are is this a whole other staff of writers or are these other actors just better at delivering the dialogue? I don't know. It's just such a stark contrast of me kind of occasionally chuckling at a la- you know like chuckling at a joke and then me being like that's funny. That's also funny. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Wow, I'm having a good time. But I, you know, I, I appreciated that if it was going to be, you know, if it was going to improve that it was in the second half and not be that way in the first half and then go down in the second half. So. Right. Yeah, and I definitely see what you mean. Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, I like some quickiness. Is it a little too much? Okay, I'll give you that. 
But like I, but I definitely see where you're coming from, and I understand it. It's just something that eh, didn't quite uh, get to the annoying level for me in that first half. But uh, I don't, you know, I, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I just everything doesn't always need to, like I feel like Marvel's just afraid to like just let a moment be let moments just not be funny if they're you know what I mean? Like just like even if it's like even if it's not like heavy, just like you don't need to have a joke here. It's fine. Just just like just give me the next position or talk, you know what I mean? Like not everything needs to have a punchline. It's fine. But uh that being said, do, do you have anything else in the negative, sir? Yeah, I've got a couple. I liked that like uh Doctor Strange was out of the movie for quite a bit for long time yeah um and although the action scene with uh against uh, Doctor Strange uh Spider-Man Doctor Strange was cool it didn't feel like Spider-Man movie it felt like something out of a Doctor Strange movie and I get it that it's cool but they didn't really need it (laughs) I know it was cool again, and I guess it did move the plot a little bit and all that, and, and led you know um, Peter to to make the decision um, to you know be a hero and, and all that, but and define for himself what it what it means to be a hero. And it just felt like, do we really need this whole big like after? It, it just totally it, it felt out of place. Oh really? Yeah. I guess for me, I was like, yeah, this is pretty. This is pretty. I mean, I wasn't. I I got no adrenaline rush watching it. I saw a lot of this in the trailer. You know what I mean? So like, even just the newness of seeing it, I'm like, yeah, I've seen most of this in the trailer, and it looks cool. And, and like, it's not like a big con. It's just like, do we need it? Probably not. Yeah. Or okay. no. Or make it. You know. I don't know. I mean, because again, it, it, that's the problem with these Spider-Man films as well. Uh, up until now is that they've always had he's always had like help from another character to like make people yeah. want to go see it like I remember like if you look at if you even look on the cover of uh, Homecoming Iron Man's there even though he's barely in the movie yeah. and but they're like but go see Spider-Man because Iron Man's in it and it's like this is Spider-Man guys he doesn't need Iron Man he's he's like he was he's been more famous than Iron Man forever and yet now it feels like reverse. We're like now like they're like we need Iron Man to make people want to go see Spider Man. And then, and then uh, with the next one, you know they got Nick Fury in there and stuff, and it's scroll stuff, and then it's you know, other universes, and then you know you know and having Mysterio be another angry you know ex Stark employee. That it still yeah. that it still feels like it's not fully just about Spider Man and the people he's running into. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, Sony has done its, you know, has five movies where with Spider-Man all by himself, and then MCU gets him, and, like, MCU, you know, uh, Feige wants to use all of his toys and be like, oh, what if Spider-Man hung out with Iron Man, and what if Spider-Man's part of the Avengers, and he talks with Doctor Strange, and... You know, you basically you're just like a little kid playing with your action figures and like, oh, they do this, they do that, instead of like making a Spider-Man film that yeah is in that world, but uh, it, it seems like he wants to get all of his toys out of the box and play with them. Um, but um, it, it, like I said, it was cool, not a huge con for me, just something I was like, eh, I, 
I could have gone without that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, I also also like the logistics of like the memory loss spell. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are these there are these things called news reports on on hard drives and everyone's phone. I mean, it's 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 one of those where the the more you think about it, the more that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. Like it's wait, but everyone still has their phones, right? You can just look it up, right? Or so like Pepper has this photo of Tony Stark and Peter Parker so Tony's dead she looks at the photo she's like who is this kid next to Tony (laughs) (laughs) like there's gonna be like a lot of people being like who is this who is this kid in our group photo this is weird Oh yeah, it's uh, just just don't think about it too hard. It's like, like and, and that's why I said you know, and that's why I said I walked out saying that this was a good movie because it's definitely it, it's definitely got like Saturday morning cartoon logic. And I don't yeah. and I don't mean that from and I mean and I love some Saturday morning cartoon and I honestly there's some Saturday morning cartoons that put more thought into this logic than what they did here. But uh, yeah, you're just like, but what about all the other things? You can't just say everyone forgets about who you are, but still has your photos. Like unless you're like erased from existence and put into a new universe or something like Back to the Future style, where we go back and make people, th- where you disappear from everyone's photo. I don't understand how that's going to work. So, right, and and also like, all right, so they did this memory loss thing to make everyone forget about Peter Parker and Spider-Man. I guess Peter Parker. But the threat was coming from other universes. So they had to forget Peter Parker too. So do the other two Peter Parkers, like, are they in the same boat in their universes? Because those villains that were coming from one universe to another forgot about Like I said, the the more you think about it, the more it unravels. Uh, and you can really go down uh, a slippery slope um, of, of thinking about it. just doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. Did you have anything else? Uh, not really, man. I, I the thing is, I, I kind of wanted to look at this movie and kind of give it, you know, because I because I because I enjoyed way more about it than I didn't like. I just wanted to, you know, just just kind of almost put some put the kid gloves on a little bit. You know, just hit, just just hit it with a pillow hard here and there. I, I don't want to beat it down too hard because I had a good time and you know it did a good thing. You know, it it hit the nostalgia stuff and it's you know you know when you want to be like nostalgia, you can't like like you know, like you can't get to me with that. You know, with those with those easy sucker punches that of oh if I pull like bring back the old stuff you'll like it. And I'm just like no one wants son of a bitch. It worked. You know. <laughs> it did. It did. So. Um, so I got one more. I'm, I'm of two minds on this one as well. Although I understand that Peter made the decision not to tell MJ who he was at the end, and, you know, that's to protect her as a consequence for living, like, the hero life and, like, protecting those around you. But a piece of me also felt weird 
know, as a modern man, and just like he completely ignores her like direct request and like wishes, and like kind of takes away her agency by like making the decision for her. Yeah. Not like a deal breaker for the movie, but it's like I see where you're going with it, but also this kind of feels. Weird. <laughs> you know, if I think about it that way. She's like, dude, you better come see me. And we all know he's not going to. Like, duh. Like, you wouldn't do this if he was just going to undo it right away. Right. Well, maybe Marvel would. But... Yeah. But... But we... I, I was pretty sure this is where it was headed. But part of me wanted him to tell her because she really wanted him to, you know... Yeah. Come see her. Yeah, and uh, he did. How do you, I guess, where does that relationship go when it's all just stories someone else has told you, right? If you don't know him, like, it can't be the same relationship because you've, that you have nothing to lean on. Then, well, they all said it. I believe that. Take your word for it. Like, what is it going to do? Show old, show old videos of them together? Is it going to be like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind or something? (laughs) Where, where, where they go down memory lane? Like, I don't. It seems it, it seems cleaner to me. Also, you know the whole thing of she, him seeing that bump on her head and being like, "Yeah, I, that was me." That was if she. And like that, I said, I understood it. Yeah, it it it, it and it, it made sense. It's just there's just that little piece of me. I'm yeah, here. yeah, and well, that's also Spider Man. That's the you know my gift, my curse. You know what I mean? Like I gotta. Absolutely. I gotta like have MJ kiss me and then be like, I I can't be with you. I gotta go do hero shit. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. And 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 I and I got all the moments. It's not like I felt forced or anything. It all made sense. It's just a little piece of me. It's like, eh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way around it. It's just like, eh, okay, whatever. And, yeah, it didn't really bother me, but it was, you know, but it, you know, it was like, like it's on brand for Spider-Man. Um, no, that uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much what I had. It, As we are wrapping things up with a web and a bow for the year 2021, Brian Powers, what would you give Spider-Man No Way Home? Well, like I have said before, this movie had a very high degree of difficulty. Um, There's so many ways this movie uh, could have gone wrong. And, uh, you know, there's so many aspects of this movie that have gone wrong in other uh, Spider-Man movies, other superhero movies. And um, for the most part, I think they just nailed it. Um, they gave us the best kind of fan service. I think they, uh, they really made an impact. I feel like they gave us a film about mistakes, consequences, loss, second chances, um, and what it means to be a hero. Um, and you know what? I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty rewatchable, and uh, it's it's just a good time. It was fun. It was a good Marvel movie, and um, you know what? I'm going to go. I'll probably be a little higher than you, but I'll go 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Woo! Nice. Well, let me see. I think I originally summed this movie up as... A strong ending to a disappointing trilogy, yeah. <laughs> and I will and, and I will sit on that, and then I will and I will stick with that opinion. This was a uh, this was a strong end to 
not a great start for a character that I love. But um, you know what? I always, but you and I always talk about that um, the end, right? How they send you out that uh, that aftertaste, right? I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was quite good. The, again, those problems are there, but again, I had more fun than I didn't. Tom Holland brought it. Willem Dafoe brought it. Alfred Molina brought it. Toby and Andrew definitely brought it for sure. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a give it a solid eight out of ten. Look at this. Yeah. Two more. Two. We're, two we're, th- almost, we're almost on a street. It's, like, it's, let's see what happens. Let's see if Sam Raimi can bring it home with a, a you know, multiverse of madness. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, this is. I, I like this. You know. It's nice you know, agreeing I'm on prepared. stuff. Yeah. It won't last forever, though. It, it, it won't. And I know what? I love those podcasts, too. But, you know, but if I... Oh, you know, fun. Oh, they're those fun. are... Those Conflict. Are f- Conflict. Conflict makes for interesting stories and interesting podcasts. But, um, yeah, let's wrap this one up. Uh, next time, Brad, I will see you. We'll uh, wrap up the year with our top ten of the year, right? Very soon. Cool. Very soon. We're getting there. We're we'll, we'll, we're getting there. So we'll have that out in. And so we'll do that one and have that one out in January. Sound good, sir? Sounds good to me. Excellent. Yeah, well, let's wrap this up. Thank you for joining us at First Glance. You can find us on the Podbean app as well as the Apple Podcast app. I am Jeremy McKinley. I'm Brad Powers. And thank you for joining us. Flip.